Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. From pit lane to podium, the Las Vegas Grand Prix is providing fans a race day experience at the speed they deserve. With the help of T-Mobile for Business, our 5G advanced network solutions are powering race day operations with event-wide connectivity. From streamlined gate entry to an immersive app, giving fans blazing fast access to the sport they love. This is accelerating innovation. This is the Las Vegas Grand Prix with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. Chelsea says, I just signed up for your newsletter and podcast. My question is how to budget for things that change monthly, like gas and electricity, which always trip me up. Any advice would be appreciated. Thank you for your great question, Chelsea. And I'm so glad to have you as a new newsletter and Money Girl podcast subscriber. Yes, budgeting would be a lot easier if you only had fixed expenses that never change from month to month. Likewise, many people have jobs or run businesses with unpredictable income that also can make budgeting pretty challenging. But this podcast will answer your question with some strategies for budgeting and managing money in the best way possible, even with irregular expenses and variable income. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining me this week. I'm Laura Adams, a personal finance expert who's been hosting Money Girl since 2008 with over 42 million downloads. I'm also the founder of The Money Stack, a weekly newsletter that Chelsea mentioned. That newsletter is all about helping you build your bank account and living rich on your terms. I also work as a financial writer, speaker, and on-camera spokesperson. As always, you can reach me using my contact page at lauradadams.com. That's also where you can learn more about my newsletter, books, and money courses. Again, go to lauradadams.com to sign up for The Money Stack. And if you've got a money question or an idea for a show topic, I'd love to hear it. You can call 302-364-0308 and leave me a message. All right, so we're going to talk about six tips or steps for budgeting with unpredictable income and expenses. These are going to help you take control of your spending plan, you know, even when you've got ups and down in your income and expenses. This is really what, you know, most of us deal with. So, Chelsea, I think these steps will help you go in the right direction to create a spending plan that's going to work for you, even if your expenses are changing from month to month. So the first step is to set your financial goals. No matter what you call your money system, whether you call it a budget, a spending plan, it's got to be based on what you want to achieve with your money. You know, you've got to cover your living expenses, yes, but you've also got to fund your short and long-term financial goals. Whether you want to retire a multimillionaire, buy a beach house, be debt-free by a certain age, whatever it is, you've got to build that into your money system. The reason is time passes so quickly. 
So if you're not making steady, slow progress toward your goals, they just aren't likely to happen. And an excellent way to get started setting your financial goals is to download my free financial planning workbook and just set aside 30 minutes to complete it. By the way, it is a free gift when you subscribe to The Money Stack, my weekly newsletter. You're going to automatically get it. If you have a spouse or a partner who shares your financial life or goals, I would encourage you to review the workbook together. It's going to prompt you to ask important questions and really, you know, think about the answers as thoughtfully as possible so that you can set the right financial goals and then incorporate them into your spending plan. If you're not sure what your financial goals or your money vision for your life should be, I'll suggest a few here for you. One is to build a minimum emergency fund of $1,000. So if you, know, if you haven't started building your emergency money, that's a really, really important goal to set. You should save at least 10% of your gross income for retirement. You might want to max out a Roth IRA annually. You could open and max out an HSA annually. That's a health savings account if you qualify for one. Or you might want to pay off your highest interest debt. These are all great ideas, you know, just depending on your situation. And of course, adding dates for when you want to achieve each of your financial goals really helps guide your budget. For instance, let's say you want at least $1,000 in emergency savings within the next year. You could save $85 per month. That would give you a total of $1,020 by the end of the year. Maybe you want to max out an IRA for 2024. That would mean contributing $7,000. Or you could break it down into $580 per month. Okay, so once you've set your goals, the second step is to figure your budget baseline. So before you can create a realistic budget, you've got to know your baseline living expenses. So start by collecting at least the past three months of your financial transactions. Having several months of data at your fingertips is going to make it a lot easier to see your fixed and variable expenses. And these are going to be your necessary expenses. So these are, you know, the things that you just can't live without. And you might jot them down on paper. You could enter them into a computer spreadsheet. You might categorize them in a personal finance program. You know, whatever way works for you, you're going to record your necessary costs. These are this is everything. This is your rent, your groceries, utility bills, gas, loan payments, insurance, healthcare, you know, everything that is a necessity for you. And since some of these are going to be different from month to month or not even paid regularly every month, you're going to need to create an estimated monthly average. So, for instance, if your utility bills over the past three months were 125, 150, and 175, you can add them up and divide by three for an estimated average of $150 a month. Now, if those bills vary considerably by season, you might want to total up a year's worth and then divide by 12 for a really accurate monthly estimate. And if you have expenses that are paid quarterly or annually, I know I pay my auto insurance twice a year. Maybe you've got life insurance that's paid quarterly. You need to go back and, you know, make sure you you factor them in and then break those down into monthly amounts 
so you can account for all your costs on a monthly basis. For instance, let's say you pay $400 in auto insurance twice a year. You would take $800, the total, divide by 12 months for a monthly estimate of $67. Creating your budget baseline is an excellent way to see where you may be overspending in some categories and could cut back. Constantly reconsider what is a necessity in your financial life and where can you cut back? You know, what expenses could you really live without? Okay, the third step is to add in your financial goals. Once you know the minimum income you need to cover your average monthly living expenses, Add in your financial goals to your budget baseline. While your goals are things that are not necessary for short-term survival, like food and housing, they are critical for your long-term security and happiness, so you can't forget them. And by the way, if you don't have a steady income, it's even more critical to allocate monthly amounts for goals like building an emergency fund, saving for retirement, or buying a home, whatever your goals are. If you don't add these into your budget baseline, it's really easy to fritter away any extra money and never get ahead financially. So I want you to make a commitment to your future self right now by incorporating your financial goals into your baseline spending plan. At a minimum, I recommend saving 5% of your estimated gross income for emergencies and investing at least 10% in a tax-advantaged retirement account. You want to consider those goals as expenses that you owe yourself monthly. This is the idea of paying yourself first. And by the way, if you're self-employed, don't forget to include taxes into your baseline expenses. In general, you have to pay estimated quarterly taxes throughout the year. And if you're unsure how much you'll earn, you can estimate based on what you earned last year. A good rule of thumb is to set aside 25% to maybe up to 30% of your self-employment income for taxes. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's gotta be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Money Girl is sponsored by Claritin. If you're like me and you suffer from allergies, you know this time of year can be pretty rough. There's a lot of sneezing, itchy eyes, congestion, and they can really hold you back from living the life you want to live. Luckily, for those with allergies, you can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This is a product designed for serious allergy sufferers. It's got two ingredients in one pill that relieve allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combo of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant relieves all the symptoms that you suffer. And what I love about 
about Claritin D is that it starts working in as little as 30 minutes. Plus, it's non-drowsy, so you can still make the most of your day. I can take Claritin D and then get on the mic and record a podcast without being too congested. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. All right, the fourth step is to identify your discretionary expenses. Once you've laid out your baseline living expenses, including your goals and any self-employment taxes, everything else in your budget is discretionary. Now, I know it may feel like you can't live without cable TV or dining out, but these are not critical for your short or long-term survival. If you're struggling to save money right now or pay off credit cards, you likely have discretionary expenses that should be reduced or even eliminated. While you can also cut necessary baseline costs like housing and vehicles, they're typically more difficult to reduce than discretionary expenses. But if you can reduce them, in a lot of cases, you have the biggest opportunity for cost cuts. Remember that the purpose of budgeting is to use your financial data to make better decisions and to make positive changes going forward. You can't change what you don't measure in your financial life. So that's why having a budget or a spending plan is so important. All right, step number five is to create an ultra-conservative budget. Now that you've thoroughly reviewed your necessary and discretionary expenses, Review your income. If you have unpredictable income, like I mentioned, maybe you're self-employed or you know, maybe you work on commission, take a look at what you made last year and identify the three months with your lowest earnings and then take the average. For example, let's say your lowest three months of income gave you $3,000, $4,000, and $5,000. You would add them up and divide by three months for an average of $4,000. If your monthly expenses exceed $4,000, you know it is time to radically cut your living expenses, your discretionary expenses, or both. It's your job to ensure that you create a solid plan to never spend more than your low-end average income. Budgeting with the low end of variable income doesn't guarantee that you won't have some challenging months, but it does reduce the likelihood that you'll come up short. And when you earn more than your low range, you're going to have a nice financial cushion. And the last step, number six, is to set up a holding account. So the secret weapon for sticking to a budget when you have variable income is using a holding account. That's where your income should go until you transfer it to another account. In other words, it's like a secondary checking account that's linked to your other accounts. Uh, It's usually linked to your primary checking, maybe also to your savings and your retirement accounts. So the way to smooth out your finances when you've got irregular income is to pay yourself a set amount from your holding account regularly. You want to transfer no more than your low-end average income into your primary checking account. For instance, you could transfer it all on the first of the month, or maybe you spread it out and you transfer half on the first and half on the 15th of the month. 
Then, once you've got that money in your primary checking, you can pay your expenses, including your financial goals, according to the budget you set up. So using my previous income example, let's say you make $5,000 one month and you put it into your holding account. Because your low-end amount was $4,000, you would only transfer $4,000 into your checking account, and that leftover $1,000 would remain in your holding account. It would be there as a cushion that you only tap if your income dips below $4,000 one month. I would recommend that you make a goal to build up at least two months of your high-end average income as a reserve in your holding account. For instance, if the average of your three highest earning months from the previous year is $6,000, you might slowly build up your holding account to $12,000. This strategy will allow you to pay yourself a consistent monthly amount instead of struggling with variable income from month to month. You allow the good months to balance out the bad months. Plus, you'll accumulate a nice surplus over time. Will this strategy be easy? Probably not. You're going to have to adjust your spending until the amount you pay yourself covers your living expenses, your financial goals, and your discretionary expenses. Budgeting with irregular costs and income is an ongoing process, but it's something that most of us have to deal with. So be patient and experiment with different methods. You might want to try different apps or different budgeting programs until you find a system that you really resonate with, a system that really helps keep you on track. Life always throws us financial curveballs, so building an emergency fund is essential for managing unexpected expenses without derailing your spending plan. If you struggle to build up cash in your holding account, you may need to get a second job or even do seasonal work until you can get ahead financially, you know, and get a cushion in there. Don't count on racking up credit card debt while you get your money system in place. If you follow the steps that I've outlined in this show, you should be able to continue chipping away at debt as you go. No matter what financial goals and dreams you set your sights on, accomplishing them can be as easy as creating a consistent money system that you stick to. Focus on doing the most important things first and just sticking to regular good money habits. No matter how small the accomplishment, any small accomplishment is an accomplishment. It is progress. And any sacrifices that you have to make now to get this system in place is going to be well worth it when you finally take control of your cash flow, you build wealth, and achieve your financial goals. Chelsea, I hope this has been helpful for giving you some direction to set up your spending plan even when your expenses are changing from month to month. If you're enjoying Money Girl, take a moment to let us know you're getting value from each weekly episode by submitting a quick rating and review in the app where you're listening. That's all for now. I'll talk to you next week. Until then, here's to living a richer life. Money Girl is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Steve Rickyberg. Our director of podcasts is Brandon Gaitchus. 
Our digital operations specialist is Holly Hutchins. Our advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our marketing and publicity associate is Davina Tomlin. And our marketing assistant is Cameron Lacey. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. From their innovative practice facility to unmatched views from the fairway, the PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with 5G solutions from T-Mobile for Business. Together, we're using AI-powered analytics to expand coaching tools and bringing fans closer to the pros with 5G-connected cameras. This is game-changing innovation. This is the PGA of America with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. 